High Nights! Well met and welcome, you travelers, to High Nights. My name is Ross, your resident game master, and I am joined by Takoda, my best friend and player main. Together we strive to improve your tabletop experience with fresh new ideas and plenty of crazy details. To raise more banners in the High Knight's name, remember to subscribe and follow us on your podcasting platform. We are available on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Amazon platforms. You can also visit us at highknightspodcast.com. That's Knights with a K. Wherever you find us, let's muster some more fans for the cause. Thanks again for listening, and now here's what you've all been waiting for. It's almost my time. It's almost my time, but now it is time for High Nights. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ross and Dakota once again. Back again. We are back again. And uh, we were about to get caught up in a conversation about the deck of many things. What were you saying to me just now? Uh, you were mentioning something about, uh, is the deck of many things chaotic? Like, is, should people be using it at all? Yeah, I just was saying that people don't like, DMs don't like the deck of many things, but I was saying I think it can be fun uh, with regulations maybe. Maybe make your own deck or take out the problematic cards specifically you don't like, but it's a really fun item. It isn't a fantastic item. It's very old school because it goes back to Gary Gygax days. The thing though is that there are a couple cards that are either outdated or not really useful because the nature of the game at hand has changed radically. There's different things that we value. So I just wanted to go through these, you and me, and then maybe we just give our opinions, sample like how we would use this in the game or what we could do to improve. Because I think you mentioned you wanted to put new cards in, right? Yeah, because like if people's problem is, uh, you know, like Wish or something, then uh, take that card out. You can substitute a new card. Just fun stuff. Yeah, dude. Like, we're just going to shuffle the deck because what if we find a card that we don't even like? What if we're like, this card's concept is bogus. It cannot be fixed. We just need something entirely new. Let's just attack it like that. Yeah. And what if we like one, how can we fix it? Yeah. Funnily enough, the very first one here listed... I was I just a, reading the... I was going through a tirade with my wife. My wife was like, what is alignment? I didn't get that. Did oh you my god. Siri, get the fuck Damn out Damn it, Siri! Yeah, ruining my podcast! <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Alright, Tasha asked about alignment. So yeah, because the first card here says balance. Your mind suffers a wrenching yep. alteration caused from alignment change. Lawful becomes chaotic, vice versa. So... How does alignment work, you know? So, that's another question. Certain playgroups, this won't even do anything because people don't even play with alignments, per se. But uh, I think it would be a lot of fun if they did play with alignments, you know? But this card, I feel like, wouldn't work. Yes, it doesn't really work anymore because most playgroups don't really factor yeah. in alignment. We have an, a moral ambiguity that allows you to adopt a goblin by the wayside and say, you're part of the party now. Which, and people love doing that. It kind of makes sense though. Like, you know, it's fantasy. You're thinking about it like real life. You don't stay the same person through all your trials and tribulations. You know, you evolve. So it's weird in game that like I'm true neutral. I'm always true. I can't evolve as a person and be different. 
Yeah. It's weird. There's a stagnant. And then stagnant. if you do, it becomes a problem. Like, you're not following your nature. Oh, yeah. Like, like oh, the nagging thing that DMs do? That's not cool. Well, the way we're looking at it is, like, Catholics and religion. Like, it's a strict Bible code you have to go by. Oh, And that's right. not how people work. So, so I think that it's kind of an outdated concept. I like it. I think it could be cooler. The thing is, you're right. It could be cooler. Uh, alignment dates back all the way to advanced Dungeons and Dragons and really early systems as a way to signify these are evil monsters, these are good people, and that's how uh, different magics affected things depending on their alignments. It used to be much more integrated into the world where we had this black and white notion of what is evil, what is good. Yeah. Well, since we've come to become a more accepting society and we're trying to have more beast races be playable characters, we're saying everyone's a person in the world. Because of that, this system of uh, alignment is outdated. There's actually old records of games being run off of only law and chaos. There wasn't good or evil factored in at all. You were either a lawful character or a chaotic character. Yeah. And that's the only thing that you were really held to, was either you follow the letter of the law, the spirit of the or law, you or you didn't. You were just erratic. Having balance change your alignment in-game, most of your players are just going to be like, okay. And even though you as the game master think it should have a larger role, it really doesn't in the grand scheme of things because your players will not be resilient to that. They're going to resist it and just pretend everything's normal. What, and isn't it kind of fun to not predict what they're going to do? Like, if you know they're following a strict code, like letter of the law, then you already ruled out a lot of things that they could do in situations. Right. You know? Um... I don't know. I think the randomness is more fun. Which oh. is why it's the deck of many things. Right, so. Yeah. <laughs> it Random. is the deck of many things. Uh, let me propose this, though. If I was to fix balance, I would change the character's opinion. Uh, no. Appearance. I, oh, it could be. That could be cool. <laughs> Imagine that fucking with them. Oh, my like, God. This the big brawny fighter just turned into like an ugly damsel in distress. Fuck. Like a okay. wench. That, <laughs> he, <laughs> that could be an entire side mission to turn him back. Wait, it's like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just changes you cosmetically. Like that's it. If like, you're too charming, you're just like, oh, you're uglier now, or yeah. if you're ugly, you're pretty. <laughs> Some people might just be okay. They're like, all right, I guess I'm ugly now, and that's it. So, so like, if it's dramatic enough. Like, you know, skin pigment and stuff. Now you can have an entire, like, they're green with a big nose. Oh! Now you can have an entire side quest to, like, Wait. fix them. I know something <laughs> brutal. What if all of your ability scores got reset to 12? Ooh, and God. then you are truly balanced. What if we change it to <laughs> oh, do that? Oh, that'd so be good. if you're a swole barbarian, you shrink down instantly. Yeah. Or if you're a sneaky rogue, you're suddenly clumsy. Things like that. If you're a wizard, you're just dumb now. <laughs> Dude, that can end you. It could end your character. And the thing is that it would be brutally fair because technically you could build your character up Back from up there. Again, yeah. We could rebalance this and say all stats are 14. That might be a bit more generous, but yeah. I like doing more underpowered varieties. Yeah. Fucking balance. And I mean, the deck of many things is, has some busted stuff in it, so you gotta balance that yeah. with some bad shit. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you, sir, have earned one toke. Oh, there you go. Man, but there are some, even this next one here, it says that you have to single-handedly defeat the next enemy and then you just pretty much go up a level. 
super oh. cool. But if you, it, otherwise it fizzles. It has no effect. That is Comet. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> if you draw this in a, like a last stitch effort in the middle of combat, where you don't have any more enemies that you could single handedly defeat, <laughs> you not only whiffed, but like that sucks. <laughs> like, this is where you would basically just go and do a terror mission. If I was, they a... would have to. They would have had to draw this. When nothing was going yeah. on. <laughs> like, and just get lucky. Like, oh, I can plan for this one. Right, Nobody correct. Nobody touch that, that enemy. Yeah, that is one complication. The card is Comet, and it is possible that your Dungeon Master might not be good at planning ahead, so they won't have an extra combat ready. Comet could cause some complications. Does it say enemy but, or monster? It says monster, too. So, so you can't even just get into a bar fight with, like... Yeah, it has to be a monster, yeah. but think about it this way. You could exploit this and be like, I keep a goblin in a cage, and I carry it on my back wherever I go. <laughs> or what if your party just adopted a monster like mine seems to do all the time? Like knowing my character every be single like, time. Look, oh. it's for the greater good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just slaughter the family dog. <laughs> no, <laughs> they got Ladybird. <laughs> Just act surprised. <gasps> no, <Ooh>. Ladybird. <laughs> Surprise Pikachu face. Someone stole my pet dragon. <laughs> Dude, imagine how funny that'd be. Like, you read this in front of the whole party. <laughs> the next session rolls around, and they can't find the pet dragon. <laughs> if you roll good enough on stealth, yeah. then you're good. Or maybe all through the town, there's, like, missing posters of, like, a baby <laughs> monster. Where's Mittens, the pet kitten? Yeah, the town kitten or something. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, That's a hilarious tangent to go on. Well, I like comedy. <laughs> oh, let me see. Donjin, you disappear and become entombed in a state of suspended animation <laughs> in an extra-dimensional sphere. What? Everything you are wearing and carrying stays behind in the space you occupied when you disappeared. You remained imprisoned until you are found and removed from the sphere. Oh you can't God. be located by any divination magic, but a wish spell will reveal the location of your prison. So this is just an insta-kill. So... <laughs> if you draw this card, you're fucked. Well, yeah, there's no way to find you. Yeah, like, your, your party can't even get you. They don't even know where you are. Yeah, you're just, you're just gone. <laughs> you drew this card mid-combat and... Whoop, they <laughs> snapped out of there. They're like, oh, shit, where'd he go? The deck wielder says, it was too easy, kid. You should have <laughs> gone for the deck. Draws the card. Dude, you're just noped out of existence. How amazing would it be if that was the first card of the deck? Like, <laughs> like, that was the first card that was ever drawn. Your players would surrender. <laughs> they would just be like, I give, I'm done. I don't think anybody <laughs> else would draw through that deck. Nobody would have the balls to be like, alright. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> John is dead. Bro, uh, the problem here is that it doesn't specify where the cell yeah. goes. And this is actually a blessing in disguise. If you have a good game master... Maybe that player is just imprisoned somewhere completely far away, but still known in the world. And you could have a quest to develop upon helping yeah, your friend. Back. You could have your friends go on that sojourn, and it could be a cool thing. But, like you said, it's probably just like an insta-kill. Yep. Like, it, like otherwise, it, they're done. <laughs> what uh, is the next one? It says Uriel? Yeah, I wasn't going to pronounce that. <laughs> there, I'll butcher it for you. <laughs> Uriel? Uriel. Uh, oh, it says the card's Medusa-like visage uh, curses you. 
You take... Oh, never mind. I thought this was good for a second. Oh, no! You take a minus two penalty on saving throws. Ah, uh, well cursed in this way. Only a god or the magic of the fates card can uh, cure this curse. Whoa! Whoa! Okay. <laughs> so, that's a fucked one. You're actually just cursed. That one's... It's almost depressing because the game just says, Fuck you. Negative yeah. two to all your saves. That's, that's rough. That's just brutal. And you need a fucking god. Excuse me, please. Bless me. <laughs> I hope you have a cleric. Make him pray now. <laughs> <laughs> On your knees, scum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, the fates. The so, next one is yeah. the one that cures it. Yeah, this is the next one. Reality's fabric unravels and spins anew, allowing you to avoid or erase one event as if it never happened. Whoa. That's the this only is way. so strong. That's way better. What? This is so good. Well, I wouldn't waste it. I would just stay cursed, man. The fates <laughs> is better than a wish. So it says you can use it anytime before you die. So you just hold on to it. You can just hold so on to it forever. Before I die, <laughs> the enemy was never born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just death 13 them out of existence. The Fates is actually nuts. The Fates is nuts. It's like, hey, do you remember that one time you embarrassed yourself Dude, in high school? Even you know? better, everybody <laughs> will know. You just have insta-kill power. Yeah! <laughs> like, like, don't touch me. This is actually Kira levels of Death yeah. Note. <laughs> Man, you would be the target of every combat trying to get you to use that fucker. Dude, oh. <laughs> like, it's almost you can't too let that powerful. Guy survive. Yeah. You are the master of the past. Like if you have that ability, that's someone's gonna hunt you down and stop you. Yeah, that that's a uh, that's nuts. What's this next one? Flames, a powerful devil, uh, becomes your enemy. Oh, <laughs> the devil seeks you, dude. Is the deck of money? Is there a good thing in this deck? There are good things. You just <laughs> read one. The fates. <laughs> These are fucked. No, there's better ones. Right, Don't so worry. A powerful devil becomes your enemy. The devil seeks your ruin and plagues your life, <laughs> savoring your suffering before attempting to slay you. This enemy lasts until you... Or are the devil dies. Die. Oh my god. Dude, okay. That is nuts. One thing I loved most and that I never got to cash in on, it was having a fire giant hunt oh, yeah. you and Cazador back in our first game. We were sweating. Like, every plan we made, we were like, alright, but that fire giant is coming. <laughs> we, need a, we need a move. And that's what I'm loving about this. We were going to try to strategize, by the way. We were going to bring that fire giant straight to the enemy base with us. <laughs> that's our a enemy good idea. Enemy is our <laughs> we'll fight whoever wins. <laughs> yes, correct. In fact, I remember when that fire giant sailed down from the heavens and landed. It actually landed right next to the capital city. Oh, so yeah. you guys were pretty lucky about his destination yeah. point. You had some time to go around it, but introducing a powerful enemy such as this high-level demon, hilarious. Watching him sweat like, we gotta go. Exploit know? the shit out of it. This deck gives you a chance to introduce an awesome villain, and you should just go with it. Put the pressure to them. A lot of these 5th uh, edition games are pretty soft and player hero oriented. Yeah. You should light a fire under their ass. <laughs> yeah. That one's a fun one. That one is another slap in the face. I love it. This one, The Fool. You lose 10,000 experience, discard this card, and draw from the deck again, counting both draws as one of your declared draws. 
Damn. If losing this much XP would cause you to lose a level, you instead lose an amount that leaves you with just enough XP to keep your level. So it just nukes your XP and then makes you ditch two cards. Yeah, and this Whoa. is... <laughs> I like this, and I don't like this in the sense of most people I play Dungeons & Dragons with go off of milestone bases. Yeah. We don't have an XP system. The Fool is great because it wants to say, ha, sucka, fooled you, and then you're forced to draw immediately while losing most of your level. But because we play without experience, how do we change this? It feels like the Fool has a missing power to him. It lets you draw two cards and use them? It says counting both draws as one of your declared draws. So you what? take the effect of this, no. and then you just draw another no. card. This ties back to when you first draw from the deck. You're allowed to count one or three, and that is how many cards you must draw within the span of an hour. Uh, if you don't, if you say you want to draw three and you only draw one and wait for it, then all the cards draw themselves automatically at the end of the hour. Like, you're kind of spellbound to this yeah. deck by contract when you're so drawing from So this one forces it. you to waste another slot. So, uh, the Fool, in this instance, with that rule set means it's a go fish replace this card with another card you've just lost all your xp as well damn all right interesting that's the fool's kind of tricky i think a, a way to put this in simpler english i would rather just say you lose a level i was gonna say why are they going so hard to make you not i mean that losing a level would suck but that's the what they want is, it to do yeah, but the they put it in much english the way this is written it doesn't actually affect you that badly Whatever your level is at, you just go down right before... Like, you, you're just... Think about Pokemon. You have no XP bar, <laughs> you're still level 11. Yes. You know? You're still that powerful. So, no. you're just slightly behind the rest of the group. I believe that the authors of this book wanted to soften the blow to players, and they also wanted to take away more rules complications. Because if you go from level 10 to level 9, but you have just enough XP to go to level 11. When you recede a level, if you have enough XP in your bank, can't you just level back up to 10 again? Yeah, you would just be behind the rest of your party that would be almost level yeah. 11. That's just another complicated way to hash yeah. out the math of You're just losing your XP. Level. So yeah. I would go even more harsh with it and just say, you lose a level and all your XP. Yeah. That's a clean that's, sentence. And it makes sense. It, I feel like that's uh, the mechanic a lot of games would use. That's what I would do. It, it's kind of simple and clean. Like, we could just take away all that gibberish. Yeah, I like it, dude. And that's a rough card. So, so far we have had a bunch of bad cards and one amazing card. I think this next one is pretty nice. <laughs> Gem? Yeah. Uh, 25 pieces of jewelry worth 2,000 gold pieces each, or 50 gems worth 1,000 gold pieces each appear at your feet. Money! Just a ton of money. That's very valid. This card is fine. <laughs> My favorite thing about the deck so far is you're, you don't want to just use the cards. These are situational things, right? Yeah. So getting gem, which is a good card, would probably happen in the worst times. Like in fighting or trying to escape or actively running or something. This is true. I never considered where you're yeah. drawing from the deck of cards. What if you're in the air? I always imagine <laughs> like, 
Uh, the way I pictured it is that it would be some fortune teller presents you with the deck and offers you a chance to draw. So you're kind of in like a wayside non-combat situation. That's what I usually imagine it to be. Gotcha. But like, well, what if you could start drawing from the deck and you run into a combat encounter and you just draw a card like, fuck you, random yeah, bullshit go. <laughs> you wanted to do a rando drew. Yeah, you were talking I do, I about like that. I like it. That's, uh, whiffing is the funniest part of a random build. Like, when it works, that's epic, but it's not going to work most of the time. <laughs> Wait, you're the duelist king druid, and you just go, Your end is now, Kaiba! You draw from the deck, and it's Donjon. You get warped away. <laughs> you just oko Your yourself. Like, Where you go? The, the John Travolta meme, he has his hands on his <laughs> <laughs> he, he just walks into he the room. Just, Where'd he go? <laughs> did he just threaten me and run away? <laughs> that oh. was so funny. <laughs> That's what I'm oh talking about. Oh my god, man. This, this is why I like the random. It's so funny. So we need to bring the deck with us into a uh, war zone, and it's like, my time has come. I activate the deck many things. Three cards, go. Rush at your main enemy and go with it. Well, I've seen stories of DMs that give the deck many things to parties. Like, they give it to one deck to an entire party, but it's like a rule, like one card per day or something. Oh. So they all have to share it and strategically pick like when they're going to use cards. Ah. You don't know what the heck's going to happen either way. Okay. So like I think that could be a fun way to enter a little chaos into the game. Oh, man. Especially if you customed it a little bit so you know it's nothing that's going to break your campaign. You know, I'm kind of thinking what of another cool? story that would begin with this. What <laughs> if the deck of many things is also the deck of time and... Uh, you need to draw from the entire deck once a millennia in order to stop the world from oh, ending. That'd be cool. So then the players are kind of in a time-based system where they need to bring the empty deck box and place it into a chamber to stop the end of the world. Well, and with but, the sheer amount of bad things, it's kind of like a... There's like 24 cards in here or something, but they got to draw one card a day and they only have two weeks to bring the deck to yeah. where it needs to go. Like anyone can draw from it, they just can do one a day. Yeah. I can see that being crazy cool. But that'd be cool because now they're like, they gotta draw from it. And again, they're probably gonna experience a lot of the bad ones before the good yeah. ones. Your, so play, your players could strategize and they'll know kind of what the cards are gonna do. You just give them the names and they'll be like, what's gonna be drawn next? The probability pool is shrinking. Yeah. If we get a bunch of good cards to begin with, what happens when there's only bad cards left and we yeah. know we're gonna get fucked? I've seen like, that before too. I remember somebody had the one card left in it one card yeah. and it was like the worst one and they made the bad guy try. oh yeah that's how you want to do it yeah. that's what you're trying to do is you want to present donjon to someone you want to fuck if they're smart enough to do that oh yeah a lot of people aren't even gonna worry they're just gonna be it's random if there's a bad guy hiding amongst the good guys, like if there's a traitor, then that's the Keep best way to get rid of the traitor in front of you and all your friends. Yeah, like, you're like, it's probably gonna donge on this guy, but like, make it seem super unsuspecting. Alright, Deceptimus, I need you to draw the last card and save the whole of humanity, <laughs> you say in front of the entire village. So now he has to. And then it. he just goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't, why can't somebody else do it? Yeah, yeah, just explaining himself away like a weasel. That would be a fabulous moment. That would be pretty good. Ooh, uh, this next card. 
Idiot. <laughs> Permanently reduce your intelligence by 1d4 plus 1. Oh, that's brutal. To a minimum of 1, you can draw one additional card beyond your declared draws. That's rough. Duh. Draw. <laughs> and then wait. If you lose your mind, it, it just like... <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> you draw again yeah. immediately. Yeah. You just dump. You know how funny that shit would be? <laughs> your next card is that uh, fool. Like, oh shit. Oh wait, the fool. Yeah, that would suck. That would be so funny. You could... There is a probability chance where you could draw all these go fish cards at once. And yeah. you just go, ripple, 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 ripple. <laughs> and you just... Like like an anime when somebody gets a hit so fast, like <laughs> they just get hit by all this at When Joey is getting attacked by the <laughs> winged dragon, or uh, <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Is he gonna electrocute us? Yeah, yeah. What's happening? Is he this is right a hologram." <laughs> oh, I haven't had this much fun in a while. <laughs> this is Fuck. a good one. Yeah, good topic. Okay. The Jester. <laughs> Where am I? Oh, Jester. You, you gain, gain. 10,000 XP, and you can draw two additional car cards beyond declared draws. Oh, the opposite of the fool. I suppose, yeah. He's. Isn't the Jester still a fool in... That's the confusing part. <laughs> That's semantics. Fool, Jester. Why is one good and one bad? They're yeah. synonyms. That's weird. That's okay, but I think I would just say Jester, gain a level, draw two. I like this one. A key, a rare magical item, uh, weapon with which you can... Ah, oh, fuck, I'm botching. Yeah, that. I got you. You read that so, one. Key, a rare <laughs> and magic item. Oh, no, I said it wrong. <laughs> See? This one's a tongue twister. I'm going cross-eyed and you're it's just me. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let me try again. A rare or rarer magic weapon with which you are proficient that's, appears in your that's hands. That's a tough sentence. A rare or rarer. Yeah. A rare or, or rarer. The DM chooses the weapon. So you get a magic weapon. Okay, that's fine. Now, that's kind of boring, Key. Think about Key in the so, sense of why doesn't Key just unlock yeah, something? I was just going to say, when I said I liked this one, I only read the name. Key. I yeah. thought it was going to give you a magical key that can open anything, but it's useless afterward. That would be something fun to throw at somebody. That's like exactly what I was going to say. Somewhere. Why don't you just give someone a skeleton key and yeah. you just say you get three free unlocks for the yeah. rest of your life? Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be great. That would be fabulous. Nice. Nice. You gain the service of a fourth level fighter who appears in a space you choose within 30 feet of you. The fighter is of the same race as you and serves you loyally until death. Believing the fates have drawn him or her to you, you control this character. What? You actually get a powerful follower. That's kind of cool. Honestly, I like this one a lot. Some dungeon masters won't want to run more because you'll have people who collect pets and followers yeah. in their parties. But this is actually a valid follower. You know, if you're going to invest time in someone, I would draw up a whole companion character and put a lot more effort into it. This yeah. knight could be an influential side character. That could be cool, yeah. I like that one, too. Moon is next. Yeah. You are granted the ability to cast the wish spell 1d3 times. This is the one you wanted. This is the one. Moon. Yeah. If you roll a three, dude. 
You get three wishes? three wishes? That's genie shit. What would you do? Tell me, what would you do with your three wishes? Well, the fact that you don't need to worry about two of them. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you can just wish for two, whatever you want. You can wish for so, anything. Dude, I would do something. An immovable rod. <laughs> Shut up. Rod you suck. <laughs> Why would you wish for that? <laughs> I love it. It's the, <laughs> it's the best weapon in the game. You're like Jake from Adventure Time, and you're like, I wish for a sandwich. He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I wanted this. Just put it in my backpack. <laughs> they ever be so pissed. Yeah, me. they'd be like, you spent a whole wish on that? <laughs> He's no. never going to give it to me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, what were your other two wishes? Uh, what are the rules of a wish? Wish, the spell, w wish, ninth level spell. It is really long. Oh, Let's, uh, you can take five and read that, and then we can just come back and talk Why about it. Why is there so much text? See, this is the problem You have to, these so, cards. Yes, study the rules of wish. Jesus. It says you can wish for specific items. Like, they, they're listed here. And none of them are that great, but it also says you may achieve something beyond the scope of the above examples you know with your gm's permission and all that and i think that's where everybody's getting tripped up wish doesn't mean anything you want the gm still has to say yes or no to that yeah the that wish isn't all right. powerful the wish is not all powerful basically <laughs> the gm has to agree he with approves it. it yeah it doesn't say that it can do whatever okay because all of these are pretty limiting like you can create a weapon or any object uh, worth 25,000 gold pieces in value, but it can't be a magical item. That's already super limiting. Oh, so you can't even get yeah. an immovable rod. That's actually, wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I never thought about that. So, so wish this isn't is like that great. I, I mean, it's wish, so it's probably treated as amazing, but if you go by rules as written, raw rules yeah. as written, if it's you go by that, it's not, not even a true great. wish. Yeah, and it huh. just pretty much states that the GM gets final say. The DM. That's kind of depressing. I do understand it yeah. to a degree because well, a wish could be powerful. And I it makes think... more sense the way that wishes and like you get you get three wishes. If they were anything, that is you might as well just stop the campaign. Right. You, you might know? as well just halt. So the way this works is definitely more balanced. Uh, I would say that Wish scales with your Dungeon Master. If they're willing to give you things, then they will try to make your wish come true. I think most people want to roleplay this as a true wish, yeah. but you do have boundaries, so... Most people want Wish to work. Like, resurrecting a fallen ally, that's fine. Yeah. It's Wish, right? Everyone wants Wish to Killing work. Killing the main villain? That might not work. What if he's too strong? What if he is too strong? Go by Dragon Ball rule. Shenron no. can't make a wish on something stronger than he is. Correct. That's another good exactly. way to think about it in the sense of uh, wish is abstract, but the dungeon master gets to protect their big bad guy that so way. So wish can be cast as a fourth or ninth level spell, and the ninth one was the one that was super limiting. But what if wish scales with your level? Like if you're only level four and you're making a wish, then you can't... Oh. Solve all the problems on the planet. Wait. You know? <laughs> so that if you level 12 and you use Wish, well, that Wish can be a lot stronger. Man, that's kind of like, what if we had a creation spell and it scaled? Uh, basically, you know how it says Wish can only grant you like 25,000 gold yeah. pieces? 
you could just wish for any object as long as it's within your scale with level, level yeah. GP value. So you're like, I wish for a fishing rod. And it's cheap enough, so it goes poof. Yeah. And you cast it at only level two, and it's like, whoa, that would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be cool, too. Oh, man. That makes sense. That yeah. would be hilarious for, like, a very good artificer-type campaign where you have people going after objects, MacGuffins, and items, you well, know? And a I really think crafty be, game. Think about how that changes the game. Wow, that's a game Look, ender. That's a, you yeah. know, you're sweating it. But this other wish... They're using it more selfishly because it's not as great, Bro. but it's fun. So now they're they're holding on to the wish, but not to kill the campaign. Dude, take it all you away. Know? What if you had the wish masters, the spell breaking wizards, and you had a game of four players who were wizards that only did that scaling wish spell, and they have to get through situations by casting it and creating items. Oh, that'd be cool. So it's like, fly. oh, we need to we need to break out of this jail. I wish for a ladder, and then they climb <laughs> up it. Oh. I wish for a tightrope yeah. or a grappling hook and they go See? across. Like, it's all just objects. That's pretty much and how it could work, too. It's scarier because you're not some hero with power abilities that summons gods and whatever. Just you're just wish. some guy and you can, you can only wish for items. Other than that, you're going to die if someone yeah. shoots you. That would be fabulous. That would be so good. Oh, man. Craft like, busters. Yeah. I'm saving his this His backstory idea. could be stupid, too. Yeah. Like, he, he made a wish on his birthday and it just came true. Yeah. <laughs> And his wish was like, make it so it's goofy. But his wish could have been like he wants his family to leave him alone. They say and that they're Darcy. gone. <laughs> yeah. So now he sits been alone his entire life because of a birthday <laughs> wish that came true. I wish my parents were never yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> a cringy, stupid wish that fucked him up. Oh my God, dude! This is the root <laughs> of a so new form of game. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be fabulous. <laughs> Oh, dude. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Everyone really loved Darcy's birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Except Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> she only has one more. <laughs> she only has one more. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah, see, that's fantastic. Okay, Wish. I will give it a rest. Moving on to Rogue. A non-player character of the DM's choice becomes hostile towards you. Oh. The identity of your new enemy isn't known until the oh, NPC... Oh, you just got an assassin on your ass. Yeah! <laughs> They're not known until an NPC or someone else reveals it. Nothing less than a wish spell or divine intervention no. can end their hostility. So you could have a demon and an assassin after you at the same time. The worst part is that it could just be someone you already know. Well, and so it could that... be somebody you befriended. Imagine yeah. somebody in the past town that you had a, like a whole... Like they were a good NPC. They're trying to get you to sleep now. Rogue just means that you're going to be betrayed at some point. Like, that's, that's just nuts. going to happen. It sucks. Yeah, like, you as a DM, you're not going to pick some Joe Schmo. It's going to be a cool one. It's like, going to be someone you love. You're going to make it a whole passion scene. It could even be probably. funny, too. Like, you know, all these characters want their fade to black moments. Well, what if one of them came to get them? <laughs> End that shit right now. Like, a past right. lover is coming after him. <laughs> Fucking for real. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, Ruin. All forms of wealth that you can carry or own. Oh, no. Other than magic items are lost to you. Uh, portable uh, properties vanishes. So no more bags of holding. Yep. Businesses, buildings, and land you own are lost in a way that alters reality. Whoa. Uh, the least. What? Any documentation that proves you own or something's lost also disappears. 
So that's fucking nuts. You become poor as possible. And everything you've ever owned is gone. It changes time and space. You could be a king of kings and then lose it all. Yep. Oh, and then you have wow. no proof and nobody will believe you. Wow. That's bonkers. That's bonkers? I actually really like this one. <laughs> well, me too. And it's not like that. Like, it's a Ooh. big deal, but it's not that big a deal. I have a confession to make. This actually happened to me. What? I was playing my dwarf at Tomb of Annihilation. There was a room with three chests, but when you crawled inside a chest and unlocked it from the inside, <laughs> the treasure would reappear, or whatever was inside the chest would manifest. So I crawled inside a sturdy, dark box of a chest, and then I unlocked it, and this spell, Ruin, happened to me. What? And my dwarf lost all of his gold, and also the Gauntlet of Moradin, which was the artifact of my people. It was a quest <laughs> oh, no. item I was supposed to bring home, and I <laughs> went, no! Oh, and I was the crying. Home don't even know you. Also, all my party members were like, "Haha, sucks to be you." And Nobody I was like, cared. "You guys are dead to me." You just, <laughs> you just, you lost all your wealth, you and no lost, one loves you. You lost everything. They're like, "All right, get over it." They're like, "You're just a dwarf. You're greedy, anyways." I was like, "No." You just got devastated. It devastated and me. And they're like, "Quit being depressed, bro." The thing is, this spell was cast on me, oh. and I think. It's perfect the way it is. It's a good one. Okay. Skull. You summon an avatar of death, a ghostly humanoid skeleton clad in a tattered black robe and carrying a spectral sight. It appears in a space of the DM's choice within 10 feet of you and attacks you, warning oh. all others that you must win the battle alone. The avatar fights until you die or it drops to zero hit points. Whereupon it disappears. If anyone tries to help you, the helper summons its own avatar of death. A creature is slain by an avatar of death can't be restored to life. So just combat encounter, you're fighting death. And he instant like you're dead dead. You can't be resurrected. Yeah, this guy will just end you. Yeah, he's nuts. I like that um, <laughs> if anyone tries to help them, they're just stuck in the mess themselves. Yeah, that, like, that's actually crazy. That's so intense. So, this deck is 90% terrible things to you and, like, 2% good things. So far, I don't feel like I want to draw. I don't think I would risk drawing at all. No, I'm happy. What if you draw two of the tutors going into three cards total and you have all of the assassins? You have the assassin, the demon, and the skeleton knight. Oh, yeah. Man. What? Not worth That's it. Or maybe you have all those shitty things, but I got a bunch of gems. <laughs> <laughs> like, you only get the good things, but then you draw that Don John one. Oh, man. Doesn't really matter. You're At that done. point, yeah, you could win everything in the deck itself, and then your final draw. If you get Don John, you lose everything. I hope that you kept your wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I wish I was out of this cell. Yeah. <laughs> Specific. I wish I was back where I was when you took me. Although, Donjon says this is the last card you draw. Oh, is it? It does say that. So it is always the last card? I believe that Donjon just ends it. What? Donjon says you draw no more cards. It just oh. stops you from drawing. If so you get if caught it's not Donjon. the last one, the deck is still done, though. Yeah. So if you get Donjon on turn one, the rest of the deck is useless. Exactly. Wow. Shit's crazy. <laughs> Don Why is it Donjon? The strongest one, the, the most so, fun <laughs> one in the deck is Donjon. So, it's supposed to be Dungeon, it's just Old English way. Donjon. You know how, like, ye old, it just means the old. 
That's interesting. Ye old is not ye old. People didn't say that. It was the old. That's just would, spelling. Would you take any of the bad ones out to add more good ones to entice people to draw or no? At that fact, I would rather just make my own right, deck from scratch. I might steal some of these because some of them were good. I would make my own based off of the tarot, you know, like actual. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to. Crazy be. cool JoJo's type stuff. Yeah. That'd you know, cool. having the high priestess or the chariot drawn as tarot cards. That's more appealing to me than these. These are cool icons and it provides a lot of choice. But I think you could have more polarizing effects if yeah. you took an abstract such as the wheel or the sun or the world. You know what would be cool too? It takes a little more work, but not much, is to instead of rolling for the effects, you actually have a deck. Like a shuffle deck that yes. GM keeps. You and then keep you an actual tarot. Draw. And then it's like, that's the one. That's literally all you have to do. Just buy a tarot deck. I don't care what your parents say. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's not witchcraft. You're using it for Dungeons and Dragons. And even if it was witchcraft, you're it'd playing just be Dungeons cool. Dragons. Yeah, look, you're you've already... already sunk this far and you survived the 80s, <laughs> so you should be good. Hellfire Club. Yeah, which one of these things looks worse? Oh my god. Star, increase one of your ability scores by two. The score can exceed 20, but not 24. Flame, the other one reduced two for all of your saving throws. Yeah, Yuri This one sucks. would be cool if it was plus two to all saving I throws. I know, this is just, it boosts one of your stats. Okay, kind of lame. Like, yeah. it's powerful, I guess, but not really. Yeah. How about Sun? Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just says you get 50k XP and a wondrous item. Huh, Talons? Every magic item you wear or carry disintegrates. Artifacts in your possession aren't destroyed, but do vanish. Oh, that's stupid, too. So that's just that's a copy of Ruin. Yeah. Ruin is more terrible. Talons is just kind of like, go fuck you again. Yeah. There's a lot of just immediate fucks. Also, having a copy like that whips if you draw Ruin and then Talons, because then yeah. Talons does nothing. Who cares? Well, I mean, in that case, you'd be lucky, I suppose. Yeah. Because then you can't get fucked twice. I mean, I guess, but why do you have... You have two of those floating around in the deck. That's yeah. just... That's a bit too much malice. Trying to punish yeah. somebody hard. Throne, you gain proficiency in the persuasion skill, and you double your proficiency bonus on checks made with that skill. In addition, you gain rightful ownership of a small keep somewhere in the world. <laughs> However, the keep is currently in the hands of monsters, which you must clear out before you can claim the keep as yours. What? <laughs> so that's just a mini quest to go become king somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that is actually a lot of fun. That's okay. You draw that and then immediately draw ruin. <laughs> I haven't had you long, but I miss you already. <laughs> <laughs> and how funny would it be if they still went to do the quest? He doesn't own it, nobody thinks he owns it, he's clearing out the monsters. <laughs> but it's not his. What if you get like a new mom and dad that appear yeah. in the castle and you're, you're like, like, I need to go save dad. my family that I've never met before? <laughs> They're gonna be like, intruders, like, where are you? <laughs> That shit would be hilarious. I'm home! Should <laughs> they not only don't know who you are, they were just made today. You were just made today. Imagine yeah. being made them to like you love this. No, they guy. wouldn't believe that. They'd have their but own then, made up backstory. I know, but then immediately they get brainwashed like, who is that person? Oh my they were God. made for one purpose and now don't have that memory. I'm just saying, I'm thinking too deep about the NPC, but 
that guy could be a villain. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> I just want to see some materialized noble go through an existential crisis, <laughs> how they find out that they're not really related to you. That shit would be so funny. That would break them down there. That's a whole <laughs> other, like, wonderful emotional quest to ensue. Yeah. Oh, dude. What's the next? Vizier. Oh, it looks good. At any time you choose within one year of drawing this card, you can ask a question in meditation and mentally receive a truthful answer to that question. Besides information, the answer helps you solve a puzzling problem or other dilemma. In other words, the knowledge comes with wisdom on how to apply it. That's interesting. If you need to know the truth, you can. You can just solve, insta-solve any puzzle, essentially. It's almost like you kind of modify and suspend the wish to only be information. Yeah, for but, random use, but that's really cool. That's pretty valid. I'm cool with that. I like it. The Void. This black card spells disaster. Your soul is drawn from your body and contained in an object in a place of the GM's choice. One or more powerful <laughs> beings guard the place. Well, your soul is trapped in this way. Your body is incapacitated. What? A wish spell can't restore your soul. So it's just like the other one. This yeah, is it's just a, another donjon. Right, correct. This is just another donjon. This card just says game over. That's kind of sad because yeah. now we're doubling up on you suck abilities. So with this card, the void, that just tells me I don't want to draw from the deck at all. Draw no more cards too, yeah. Oh, draw no more. So this one is, I feel like, at least you can go fight some monsters to get them back, maybe. Blah, uh, blah. So yeah. Uh, I wouldn't risk a deck. I would not risk doing the deck of many things. Now... That's where we come in and we have to talk about, like, what are some changes we would do? How would we improve the deck of many things? Because right now, I'd say it's not worth it. Yeah. There's not much interaction between true imagination and interacting with the players well, at the same time. And the bad definitely outweighs the good. Like, Correct. You have that one, the strongest one in there was the one where you could rewrite anything in history, essentially. Yeah, the fates. And yes. That, that's good. That's good as hell. But even still. That's not as good as the, like, to equal a lot of those negatives. Every time we read a benefit such as star increase an ability point, or one just said gain a level, yeah. uh, you might get some uh, money or a wondrous item, woo, or a magic yeah, sword. Like, no, the benefits were definitely not worth well, it. Everything in the deck was and pretty And I think brutal. with how bad the stuff is in the deck, I would make some of the things that weren't so bad worse. And then the good things, like the original way Wish worked, yes. the way we thought, that if that was the only thing in there with like 10 really bad things, that might make people even want to do it. Oh, right. Like, I think the good has to be that good. The good has to be that good because there has to be a temptation. The deck needs to be more polar and a balance, you know, balance yeah. needs to actually circulate through all of the effects. And that's so hard to do with these abstract concepts. Well, especially as a player that gets fucked by them. Like, if my player just got neutered by one of them, I'm not drawing it again. I'm giving right. that to somebody else, you know? I know. I think that there needs to be more abstract concepts thrown onto the cards. For example, when we talk about Mood and it gives you the three 5th yeah. edition spells for Wish, why don't we change the way that Wish works? We either give true wishes following the Genie's rules, the Genie's rules being can't fall in love, 
can't kill anybody, can't bring anyone yeah, back to it life. It has limitations. Why? Yeah, and then you could either have that or uh, Shenron's the dragon's name. Yeah. Yeah, you either have Shenron's rules where the the wish giver can only give spells that are within their power. You yeah. can you have to change that rule set because the uh, raw is just too oppressive. I yeah. would rather have a cool way to change how the wish works so that it's actually a true wish. Yeah, and keep it a little ambiguous, because they might wish for something that you can't really scale, but might be just fun to grant as the DM, too. Right, for real. You know. Wish should be fun, not game-breaking. Wish should be fun, yes. Donjon was funny. Donjon was funny. I like how just, you're done now. Void and Talons were boring to me. Void is just not as good as Donjon. I like it better that you disappear. Yes. Yeah. With Void, you just fall dead, pretty much. <laughs> but the, just the act of instantaneously disappearing is awesome to me. What I love about Donjon is that you can have a quest behind it. With Void, it just says, fuck you. You yeah. actually are lost to time and space. You're done, dude. You're just done. Yeah. Ripperino, to be real. Any other last mentions here? Goodest of the good, the worst of the worst. I think summoning something would be cool. Like, a re like take one of the assassins and use it like the knight. Yeah. But not a knight. Like, let's say it's like a one time you, you get the ability and you can use it whenever you want only once, but you can summon an animal to help you or something. Oh, man. That scales in level. I don't know. I think it would be nice if we took more of these parallel cards and equaled them out or kind of gave some more pass-ass to them. Like, uh... Flames having the powerful demon appear, yeah. that kind of contrasts with Knight, where Knight summons a helpful yeah, ally. Like that, uh, the reason why it's not very nice is because Knight is restricted to a fourth level fighter. They're kind of eh. Yeah. But the demon is abstract. The demon, it just says a powerful demon. Why can't the Knight be abstract? Why don't we just say a modest Knight of comparable battle yeah. prowess to yourself? I think something more focused on the abstract would help us with filling in yeah, the Yeah, I blanks. think having pairs of complete opposites would be really cool. Pairs of true opposites so that everything is balanced, and then uh, to throw along in there, the more abstract the better, because then that will just, uh, it will introduce some new ideas. It gives you different avenues, like the character's adventure does not end there. I still want bad shit to happen. Uh, for example, the one good monster one is Skull, where you fight the Reaper. Oh, yeah, you have a chance to fight the Reaper! That is combat right now. That's combat right now. And that's the one and only combat that I want in there. Skull yeah, is good. I like the idea that nobody can help, otherwise they're caught in the same mess. That's actually pretty cool. It's so good. Because there's no way to plan around that. It's like, can we all fight our own Reapers? No one's oh, prepared no. to fight the Reaper. Uh, hold on. I think I have a stat block here, actually. Yeah, it might have one on it, too. Immune necrotic poison, immune charm frightened, paralyzed, petrified, poison unconscious. Armor class twenty. Hit points half the hit point maximum of the summoner. Okay. Armor class twenty, and then it's got half of your health. Uh, it does have uh, incorporeal movement, so it can just follow you anywhere. Can't run away from it. He cannot be turned, and he does a decent amount of damage with his scythe. He's not bad. I think the hardest part about him is his armor class. Yeah. He's the avatar of death. He's the avatar of death, and his main ability is that if he reduces you to zero hit points, you're just done. You don't get to do the saving throw bullshit that you normally do in 5e. Yeah, but he's, he's fightable. He is fightable. He's like, he's he kind try. of balanced, so I think it's alright. I like Skull. 
Yeah, he's fine. Ugh. Deck of many things. It's gonna take way too much time for us to try and make our own deck. I think that we should spend fresh episode and yeah. do our own deck in our own time. Maybe a part two, we will build our own deck of many things. And if there's one thing, it's about lying about what the next episode's gonna be about. Yeah. So maybe we will see <laughs> and have another sequel to the deck of many things. I still think that we accomplished much here. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we will continue posting. This has been Ross. This is Dakota. See you later. Ciao.